It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. And with us this morning is Dr. Diana Lovell, president of Southwestern. You pick, we get to get your pleasure of having you on the, the last, uh, the third Thursday of the month. Harold, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here on this cold and windy morning. Well, you know, I, I particularly appreciate you getting up and doing this uh, once a month, and, and that helps to let people know what's going on at Southwestern. I appreciate that. Well, I'm much. not really a morning person, so I, I bring a cup of coffee with me usually, and uh, <laughs> a, a bright-eyed and bushy tail by the time I leave, so thank and, you very much. And a guest, usually, which I, I appreciate do. that, taking the time to bring somebody out. Uh, we'll talk to Lloyd Boyd here in just a moment. But I wanted to say, I got a, a text with, okay. uh, from a listener says, this is one of the best Southwestern presidents to help uh, the state university move forward. Wow. So I paid them to say that. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Well, it came from, what... came from your cousin, Les. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. This was somebody else. Well, that's very nice. Well, yeah. whoever said that, thank you. That makes my day. By the way, if you're getting up and out this morning, the North Star is really clear today. Oh. And we were talking about the eclipse, which is coming up yes. in April, and we'll be able to see about 85% eclipse here in the Weatherford area. I think our physics department uh, booked real early, and they're taking students down there to Texas right, a, right across uh, where it'll be best to see. They say Beaver Park, Beaver Bend, uh, if you want to go to a park in the state of Oklahoma, we just, we just found out that will be the spot. In wow. About 100% there. But uh, the epicenter's down around... Uh, in, down around Austin, yes, Johnson City, to be exact, along the Pertinelli River. I'm wondering. I don't know. I can't remember exactly where they said they were going because they told me a couple years ago they knew it was coming. And they're heading that way. They well, that this way. is like the last time in our lifetimes that we'll see have the opportunity to see a, a total eclipse. Yes. So it's pretty amazing. That is. I can remember seeing a, an eclipse. I don't know if it's partial or total. When I was in the fifth grade at West Elementary, we'd poke a hole. Yeah, in a piece of cardboard. piece of cardboard yeah. and look at it. It was exciting. Yeah. I've been with uh, Mrs. Wagamont, I bet. They're going to have some state glasses. Uh, so, I mean, some of the glasses at the state park that you can oh. wear. So if you're wanting to get some of these special glasses, they'll be out at the park office at, at Foss Lake. Awesome. They'll be, they'll be able to see about 85%, I think, at Foss Lake. So, Well, what's going on at Southwestern? Just getting started? Getting started. We did meet on our first day of class. You know, a lot of the... State uh, was closed on their first day of class for the spring semester because of the bitter cold. And uh, it's a little odd because you don't see students running around. You know, they, they're staying indoors. <laughs> they're not walking, the, walking around talking or anything outdoors. So, no, classes are launched. Um, we're going to be up a little bit in enrollment from last spring, which we're really pleased about. Really pleased. We had a little surge at the end of uh, everybody getting in their classes. So, um, it is it is off to the races. And... Uh, Lori Boyd is uh, got a huge percentage of the university under her domain. She's got what do we say, eleven direct reports? Yeah, something like that. She has eleven direct reports and under one hundred and fifty in um, under her supervision of employees. So Lloyd Boyd is our guest this morning, and she is the CFO at Southwestern. Just taken over. Just taken over. The first of the year, uh, or first yeah, of the semester, as of last Thursday. So. Not very long. She shadowed, we had her come in intentionally about six months ago. She shadowed Brenda Burgess, our long-term CFO, because Linda had, uh, Linda, uh, <laughs> Brenda had so much information in her head. We knew that uh, they needed to work together for a while so that the transition would go well. So here she is all on her own. We're missing Brenda, but we are thrilled 
to have Lori, but just a real good, exciting hire. You spoke at Rotary shortly after you accepted that position, and, and, and so why don't you share with us a little bit about your background and, and why you're doing this? Uh, so I am a Southwestern alum, so when the position came open and I had a few people contact me about it, uh, it's hard to not stop and think about it when that is what you feel like is home. Uh, you spent uh, your adulthood growing up there in a short period of time, so it was fun to to come back here. Um, I spent 25 years in healthcare. My undergrad degree is in healthcare administration, and then I have a graduate degree in healthcare administration as well. Uh, so there's been a learning curve to higher ed, but you know, managing people's the same no matter where you're at. You just got to learn the culture and what um, what goes on in the new endeavor. So it's a fun challenge that's exciting, and I uh, continue to look forward to each and every day and whatever comes up. So that's the fun part of my job and the teams that I get to be a part of because they're the behind-the-scenes teams. They, uh, they are providing the food for the students and making sure our buildings are all clean and working and in proper order and so it's fun because I told him yesterday in our team meeting um, one of our missions is to serve and so that's the that's the bulk of what we get to do um, on the teams that I get to be with. So it includes uh, the food service you talked about that but also really all of the facilities. Yes yeah so physical plant food services uh, southwestern PD mail room all of those fun things that make it work every day. So you, you're married to families from Weatherford as well, to a family from Weatherford? I am. married to the whole family. That's good family. It is a good family. It's a great family, yeah. I did marry into a good family. Um, yeah, I married the youngest of the three Boyd boys, so I married Bobby Boyd. Um, and he has taught in UConn for 36 years and is going to retire in May and get to enjoy time we have two daughters one's a senior at UConn and one's a sophomore on campus um here at Southwestern so um she thought she might get to see me more than she does so she was a little disappointed fall semester because she said mom you're always busy I don't get to see you more than I did before and I said you knew that was probably going to be the case but it's fun to be out here every day and at least have an opportunity to go to lunch with her every once in a while. So what are the challenges that you found uh, so far about the job? What's most challenging? Handling your president. Is that probably a big challenge? <laughs> no, that's not been hard yet. Um, yet. <laughs> you never know. We're all hard to deal with on days, so we all get that. Um, learning the budget and how we do the budget on campus and uh, with doing higher ed, there are so many rules of how you can use the money and how it has to be separated and um, keeping an eye on it so that you're keeping the thresholds that uh, work with the strategic plan. And so that's been the biggest learning curve is, is getting into all those different um, general ledgers and, and learning all of that. Have you figured out how the state appropriates the money yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, let me know, uh, because it's not easy. We want to tell you a little something about ledgers. Now that uh, Lori has said the word ledgers, yesterday came a gift from seemingly heaven to a historian. Yesterday, um, 
some of her maintenance team, Lori's maintenance team um, leaders, were up in the attics of the administration building, and they came down, and they had huge ledgers, so maybe two and a half feet by two feet, two of them old, big books. But Lori wasn't in her office, so they brought them to my office, and I was thrilled. They're from... They have the entire budget, and every student's enrollment is signed. They signed personally from 1916 to 1928. And so that was a huge distraction to me yesterday, being a historian. I kept wanting to run over there and look at them. And eventually, after hours, I found my grandfather in there. I was going to say, I was going to ask if you found any of your, because your family, most most of them graduated from Southwest. Yes, my, my, my grandparents, Crawl, met, met there. So I'm still looking for um, my grandmother, Laura Shipley, her identical twin sister, Laura, oops, uh, Laura Shipley, and they had another sister, Della May uh, Shipley, whom I found yesterday. But uh, I don't know if we've gotten to show that to you yet, Lori, but I'm telling you, the it is exciting. They're huge and old and... and uh, they called me last night to tell me that when we're ready, they have more for us. Oh, my goodness. I'll never get any work done. I'm so excited. I wonder excited if they, they've got any from the time I was there. You know, I suspect they do. But what is amazing about these is somehow they survived the fire. We wouldn't have thought they existed because the fire's in the 30s. Right. And here is a whole bunch of Swasu history that, uh, you know, has lots of names, names that you recognize in Weatherford today. You wonder if it's other people's grandparents and... It, really exciting stuff. I'm sorry to... Uh, For a historian, that's pretty neat Oh, yeah. Stuff, I, right? I, it was calling my name all day, and I had meetings, so I had to do a lot of it <laughs> after hours. So. Well, we're talking about the budget, uh, I, the, the appropriated money from the state. It's not an easy thing to get a hold of, uh, but maybe you can help us get more money. We'll see. This first year is going to be a, a huge learning curve for me, but I already have meetings set up uh, starting in February to start looking at the budget, meeting with the deans and um, the comptroller so that I can understand everybody's perspective and how it affects each of their departments. And we'll go from there to see what we can do to help make the money go as far as it can and be as efficient as we can. Things have really changed. You know, you talk about entering the signing of the names. the computerized world that we live in, what kind of problems does that create? There's data all over campus. And so being able to bring that data together so that you can um, make decisions with the best information that you have and understanding where all the data is and lies and uh, having the team together that understands it so that you can use that data is probably um, one of the biggest things with computers right now because we have so many different software programs and so many different people using it and the information is endless that goes into it. So with all the buildings on campus, I can't imagine what the electric bill is like for for Southwestern. <laughs> it is. It's pretty big, and she is just she's the one in charge of the construction of Hodge. So that's taken up a lot of her life in the last couple of days too. Uh, the Hodge Pharmacy and Rural Health, 
And so that'll be the most energy efficient building on campus, without a doubt. So our, I, I understand, and I think this is the way it is, but public service companies sells power to the, to the college. So it's kind of a unique situation. It is. And we one thing we would like to have someday with grant money or money from the state is the ability to kind of computerize each of the electrical systems in each of the buildings so we could know which ones are the most inefficient or how much they're using because the bill doesn't come out that way. But anyway, sorry. But how, much is no, the, how much is the bill a month? You, you Utilities a... are 10% of the total budget on campus. Wow. It's too much. That's a big, big hunk of the money. It is a big hunk of the money. And so um, we, you know, that's one way to save money. And really to save money, not only do you need to do some weather stripping, we have a few little weather stripping issues always going on, but you also need to know um, what what each building, how efficient or inefficient it is. Because we have ideas that some buildings are inefficient, but um, it's a little hard to prove it. Have to work at that a little mm-hmm. bit, get someone to come in and, I guess, they can analyze that, let you know what you might need to do to, yes. to help that I, I remember not I, you're not gonna do like dr harris did he used to go he lived on campus so he would go out and supposedly turn lights off sometimes around the campus i do that i i do <laughs> um because i think that's costing us money turn those off turn those off wherever i walk around well let's talk about the hodge building we'll do that we're gonna take a quick break okay we'll be back with more you're listening to the right time for western oklahoma uh, Lori uh, boyd our guest cfo at southwestern as well as the president of Southwestern Oklahoma State University, Dr. Diana Lovell. The Right Time with Harold Wright, brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on KCLI. If you're a veteran or maybe handicapped and having a hard time getting around, then you need to talk to the folks at Priority Home Medical Equipment. They have all types of wheelchairs for every need. They want to focus on your particular need, particularly with the motorized wheelchairs. They'll check it out for you. Medicare, Medicaid, your insurance company may pay for a motorized wheelchair. They have Pride Go Chairs. They're the best. So check them out today at Priority Home Medical Equipment, located at 517 South 30th in Clinton. Priority Home Medical Equipment. Farmers, receive upfront money to grow industrial hemp, as well as proven hemp seed for your soil at no cost to you. Panda Biotech is contracting with producers for its groundbreaking pay-to-grow industrial hemp program for the 2024 planting season. We're looking for long-term partners and are committed to your success by providing agronomy expertise. Acreage is being contracted quickly, so go to pandabiotech.com for more information. Don't miss this great opportunity. Again, that's pandabiotech.com. I'm Delaney from Oklahoma City, and I'm so grateful and thankful for my health today. By walking every day and eating delicious, healthy meals for the last year and a half, I've made it halfway to my health goals. One thing I've learned throughout this journey is that being healthy is anything but boring. This life is not about making sacrifices. It's about finding healthy replacements that you love and that make you feel good. Learn how to live healthy your way at shapeyourfutureok.com, a program of TSEP. If you're looking for specialized nursing care for a loved one, or if you're looking for an exceptional place to work, you will be pleased with Maple Lawn Manor's approach to care, compassion, and dedication. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, as well as an open menu from their dietary department. Stop by and join us for a tour of our facility at 800 Arapahoe Street in Hydro. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Maple Lawn Manor and Hydro. We celebrate life. 
Hello, this is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. Did you know you can legally keep more of your hard-earned retirement savings and disinherit the government? Now is the time to take control of your family's financial future. If you've saved the traditional way, did you know that you're in business with the IRS? A lot of people don't realize after working their entire career that all the money in their 401k or IRA is not theirs. Depending on your tax situation, a lot of that money is actually Uncle Sam's. Unfortunately, this is the reality for the majority of retirees, all because they didn't know the rules. This is your retirement we're talking about, so live by your rules. If you're tired of being in business with the government and want to legally disinherit Uncle Sam from your retirement, give me a call, Briley Baca, at 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. Brian Baca and Briley Baca are investment advisor representatives of an advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. 27 after 7 o'clock, and good morning. Welcome to our program. Our guest on the program today, Dr. Uh, Diana Lovell, Lloyd Boyd, with us as well, and she's the CFO at Southwestern. We're talking about what's going on at Southwestern and your job as the CFO, getting into the to the grind, so to speak. So is it overwhelming a little bit? I know uh, some jobs can be that way to start with. How are you feeling about it so far? There are days it's overwhelming, just like with any job, but I have a really, really good team. And so about the moment that I kind of start to hit that overwhelming point, I go and just talk to them and talk through it and ask questions about what they know. And more times than not, I shouldn't have got to the overwhelming point because they have the answers and are able to give me direction. So I'm very blessed to get to have that team to work with that has a history there and knows a lot of the answers that I need. Now, Southwestern is unique in the, in the sense that some of the universities, even the regionals, have uh, the food outsourced, so to speak, by like Marriott, I think, does um, the food at Central. But uh, is that, we do our own food. We still do all of our own food in-house. And have a great team led by Radana Swatsky, and she does a really good job. And we get to go to Russo meetings all over the state, and I our would put the best, yeah. I would put ours up towards to anybody's. Um, she really cares about the kids. She cares about the food that she's serving the kids, but she also cares about the catering that we do. We have the month of April. We don't have any space open now for people to um, rent and us provide a meal for because we're that busy the month of April. So we're doing a good job. Sounds sounds great. And and you're, you've got a Russo board meeting in Weatherford coming up. That's right. They're coming in next Thursday and Friday. All of the other five presidents in Russo, their CFOs, their academic officers, and then our, most of our regions are will be here. Not all of them can attend. So that's always a big deal. We have to host them and have many committee meetings and some socialization. So huge amount of effort to get all that organized. And RUSO is one of those acronyms that people may not be aware of, but it's... The you, Regional University System of Oklahoma, and I'll just put a shout out that those six universities of which five of them are our sister schools, we produce more degrees for this state than OU does every year, and we, uh, the six of us, produce more degrees than OSU does every year. We are a force of nature, and we're a lot less expensive. That's a good point. We'll talk more about that the next time you're on. Thank you so much Doc for having Dr. us. Dr. Lovell, thank you for bringing in the guests today. 
And Lori Boyd, thank you for Lori Boyd, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me this morning. And, and we wish you the best luck and Godspeed in your endeavors as the new CFO at Southwestern. Thank you. I appreciate that. So very good. Thank you all for being thank on. Thank you, Harold. Stay warm. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.